I started listening to the Jojo Rabbit show. Oh, that an early one. Well, but but uh, what was the other movie y'all did with it? Y'all did two that time. Onward, onward, Jojo Rabbit. Okay, so I uh, I completely missed the onward part. I saw it on the thing. I was like, okay, I watched that. I like Jojo Rabbit. I watched that. Uh, listen to that one, and I started listening to it, and then I realized that y'all are talking about the new Pixar movie Onward, and that's why that word was in there. Um, and I was like, oh, should I? I was like, I haven't seen that yet. I'll probably watch that one with my daughter. No spoilers. And so I, I turned the op- episode off when we all got to that point. Welcome to the Greatest Movies of All Time podcast, where each episode we take a little bit out of our time to search and discover and discuss the greatest movies of all time. This episode, we are trying to answer the age-old question, what kind of host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? To solve this question, um, I am joined by Gabriel and JB. Hello, folks. My name is Jesse, and today we have a special guest, Tim from Athens. Hey yo! We love you, Tim. All right. So, if you guys haven't <laughs> welcome, gathered, welcome, Tim. You're, I'm glad you're here. If um, all our listeners um, and our viewers on the live stream, the Patreon viewers on the live stream, don't know that um, we're talking weekend at Bernie's one and two. If you didn't yeah, recognize, like yeah. If you didn't recognize the quote. Um, opening us up. That's us. And a quick little backstory. Um, Tim from Athens, I kind of want to give a chance to, to kind of introduce yourself, say hey to the people, to um, the viewers on the stream, and then all our listeners on the podcast. But uh, just a quick thing. Um, we've been friends for a long time, many, many years, mm-hmm. I, I dare mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Uh, more than a decade. Is, is that oh, true? Sh- oh, shit. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. more than a decade. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And you, you follow greatest movies podcast on on twitter as as many many people do yeah um, it's, it's double digits you know yeah. i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 a patreon normally yeah yeah well i know, I know you do yeah, contribute yeah, yeah, i mean you yeah. do you haven't that higher tier which we really appreciate right. but you, one of those perks is you get to be on the show <laughs> um, <laughs> but on top of that you sent out a tweet a little gif an animated gif of weekend at bernie's too mm. i think with the quote along the lines um at I don't know if it was at Greatest Movies, but you just tweeted it, and you're like, I wonder if this movie holds up. Um, it's yes. as fun as it was as a kid. A Greatest Movie said, let's find out. Come to the show. And, and you're here. I, I, I was I was so excited by that tweet to, to, be, able to, to be able to get on the show. And, and at first off, I do want to just say uh, hey to, the, to, to my fellow Patreons here. This could be you. Um, and... But yeah, this is the weird thing is that I I, I did, I was, uh, I will say I was a fan of this movie uh, years ago, back in the 90s, uh, definitely watched it a number of times whenever I was younger. Uh, but it popped into my head because I was somehow Googling about Macon, Georgia musicians and somehow stumbled upon the wiki page for the guy who wrote the music to uh, Weekend the Bernies 2. Popped Which into is- my head, you know? And that's, uh, that's incredible that he's from Georgia somehow. And it's a very Caribbean score and soundtrack. 
I think he's actually from like Germany, but he like lived in Georgia for a while. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter that's, Wolf. Yeah. 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 That's a thing I really want to dig into when we get into this conversation. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just inspired just like, Oh man, that, that was in there. And so I had to throw out that, uh, that tweet and, uh, thankfully, you know, I caught a fish on the other end and that was the, <laughs> the greats podcast. And here we are. So that's the only so way you catch the big fish. You, you got to try. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw the little gif of uh, Bernie Lomax, uh, kind of doing his little, dance walking oh yeah and you mean the bernie the bernie bernie do the bernie and i was i, I i'm glad you share that because i was a little intrigued like what what even prompted that thought to share that to the world of, i hope this movie holds up i mean we'll find yeah. out if it holds up yeah um, if it's one of the greats or not but uh i'm glad you're here um, i'm glad glad to be here happening. and i would i would also like to say it, i i have a relationship i've known tim for yeah for sure gabriel Years, it's, it's, it's going, it's going back uh, almost, almost, almost as long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We got to get all the other movies out of the way that aren't considered greats, but just so we give them their time in the sun. Has anybody here? Uh, maybe jump with Gesco first if you want, Tim. I don't know. Um, uh, have you seen yeah. anything lately that might not be a great, but just something yeah. to put on people's radars? I um I don't I don't get as much time to 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 watch things nowadays, but I I did uh, jump on one that I've been looking forward for to for a while, um, and it's a documentary actually, and a, a, a music doc here. But um, I am a uh, a, a a huge fan of uh, one of my all time favorite albums of all time is uh, the album Soup, the second album by Blind Melon. And uh, recently, and, and, and me and Gabriel know I've had conversations in the past about how great this album is. And um, and a, a doc came out, uh, All I Can Say, um, which is a, a bio doc on Shannon Hoon, the lead singer of, of Blind Melon. And uh, it's all done by uh, footage that he recorded himself well before Blind Melon even existed, basically kind of after uh, he graduated from high school and before he moved out to LA, kind of recording it and you know, there's footage of him uh, recording vocals uh, with Axl Rose and stuff. I about, yeah, I was going to ask, was any of the GNR stuff in there? It is, and it's awkward because he's totally fanboys out and everything. Yeah, because um, it's very genuine since it's all self-shot for the most part. Going and um, he he basically carried this uh, you know this this camcorder around with him constantly uh, up until uh, hours before he died. Actually, so like it, it goes from that entire history. Um, and it's done, it's done really well. I really, I really enjoyed it. I think it's kind of a thing that you'd have to be a bit of a fan to get into. Um, but it's also, as, as anybody knows, like the story of Shannon Hoon, it's also like extremely dark. Um, yeah, very tragic. Like I said, the, the, and the, the recordings like ends basically, I think like two hours before he, he actually dies on a tour bus. And it's, it's a, he put it, he records himself talking to his wife on the phone before. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I made the mistake. I was, I was, I was the, basically the only time I've actually uh, traveled out of, you know, out of town. I had to go to a, a work thing. Ridiculous that they'll have some place will hold a, a, so, a mandatory socially distanced thing where you have to travel to, but Hey. Um, and so I was in, I was in a, I was in a hotel room, nothing to do. I wasn't going to leave this hotel room because you know, it was only my, my safe spot. And so I was like, I'll watch this movie. And it was just terribly depressing and dark. Um, so I got drunk and watched that. Um, but I did definitely enjoy it. Um, it was really good and extremely sad. And I've, uh, been listening to a lot of blind melon since, since finishing it up. So not, not one of the greats, uh, cause I think it's a little bit of a niche. It's a bit of a niche film there, you know? Um, 
but uh but 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 definitely a uh, a documentary about one of the great albums and singers i believe yeah but, yeah that, i i would say just that album is is seminal for me like it, it the first blind melon album is it's good but it's it, good it, like I don't think that was ever the intended sound for that band. And then you get yep. soup and soup is just this whole other animal. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's affecting, right? I don't, I don't know that I've ever listened to that album and not felt something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it holds up as I think I've been listening to it again a lot. I mean, I, I, it's one of the albums I listen to definitely at least once or twice mm -hmm. a year anyways, but I listened to it a number of times just in the last few months. Cause you know, before and after watching this movie and it's a solid album it just holds up. Yeah. I love it. That's why I recently watched a Brainiac documentary as well. And that's a pretty, that's a pretty fucking tragic story too. So mm -hmm. both bands who were on the verge of like kind of changing the face of music in the nineties and their charismatic frontmen yeah. both, you know, dying way too soon. So. Wow. Quick question. Where did you, where did, was this just like a via a video on demand? Like where did you check out the doc? Is it streaming uh, somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that was you know, meant to hit the theaters and kind of, uh, mm -hmm. everything went off, went off the rails. Um, so yeah, I think I just streamed, yeah, I just streamed it, um, through like Google movies or something like that. And, uh, cool. yeah. Yep. JB, you've seen something. Ooh, I have seen something. It. I also watched a pretty tragic documentary. Um, the documentary cast. I woke up 6.30 a.m. on a Saturday. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I don't want to go back to bed. I know. I'll get on YouTube. YouTube provided me with a, an actually a pretty wonderfully made film. It was called My Brother Jordan, and it's free to watch on YouTube. It's an hour long. It's a grief-filled tribute um, that a brother makes to his brother Jordan, who had passed away of cancer. And similar vein to what Tim was actually just describing, there was a lot of home footage over the years of their relationship together, and it's sort of stitched together. There's a lot of one-on-one -on -one interviews of the people that knew Jordan as he was growing up in his different phases from high school to college to post-college, I believe. And um, yeah, it was super fascinating. And uh, it's probably one of the saddest time periods from 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. I've ever had. Is it one of the greats? No. Is it a one-time watch? Perhaps even more than once. Uh, yes, definitely no TW. Um, and it really, you know, as someone who's familiar with grief, I think it, I think it helped portray grief in a very healthy way. Uh, it was beautifully done. Nice. Yeah. I, it's always, it's always yeah. nice to find some random thing on YouTube that, you know, yeah. works. It was, I like, I, you know, I bit, I bit the suggestion and five minutes, 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, wow, I will sit down and watch this whole thing for my early morning on Saturday. Mm. It was awesome. Well, well earned. Well, I, I would, I would take that hour and watch it again. Wow. Jesse, can you pull us out of this? 
I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> I will say out of music, out of, out of YouTube documentaries, you guys know in the pre-show I talk a lot about my, I'm watching all the various clips of uh, Metallica's Some Kind of Monster on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, I won't talk about that because I've yet to see the whole thing in its completion. But I do use YouTube to watch the various 10-minute cutouts. I think I think watching it in those 6 to 10-minute chunks is probably the best way to consume I, it. I recommend it. Um, just check out those little bits and bit pieces of it. Um I'm not going to talk about it much either, but I did also watch a little bit of a documentary. Just hit it real quick. It's worth checking out. If you have HBO Max, I did watch Class Action Park about um, a, a crazy amusement park set up in New Jersey that um, nothing good really happened there with crazy slides that hurt people. And it is tragic. People died. Um, it is... It's it's a pretty inter, 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 in, engaging watch, oh, wow. but Class Action Park, HBO Max. Um, oh man, I, I did watch that. A lot of lawsuits. That's yeah, oh, a lot yeah. of lawsuits. Um, but that the owner would just take people the they're, whole the whole way to court, and nine they're, times they're no longer 10, open, right? Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, it says nine times out of ten, it would get thro- the cases would get thrown out because he would fight them too long. I, I remember hearing about this documentary and just. My mind was blown, and simultaneously it was like, "Oh, that actually that sounds about right for America." It's yeah, it's it's fun for like as a reflection, as you know, some of us like children of the '80s, um, as just kind of there's an underlying theme of like the recklessness of the '80s of of thing, and Reagan era and all this stuff. Um, so it, it's it's interesting. So if you have HBO Max, come across it. Or I, I'm just using a free 30 day trial of HBO to, Max. To, so to quote like, Charlie Murphy from Chappelle Show. Yeah. cocaine's a hell of a drug it's, yeah. like that's that is the only way i can sum up the insanity of the 80s oh and just yeah. like so many things in the 80s were strictly a result of just the use of cocaine by people with money and and somebody tim i know at least once met and took a picture with um john hodgman's uh, uh narrates the documentary FYI. oh nice i didn't know that i, I did come across that popped up into and uh, one of my news feeds uh based based around that loosely because they're like this movie came out and it uses footage from uh the time that uh Allison Chains were guests on yes, Headbangers Ball. Ball and they they're- recorded the episode at this at this water park and so I, I watched like a clip of that because yeah because of this this documentary came out so yeah I, 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 I've been to get to that one Allison Chains has a little piece. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Eddie whoever the host of Headbangers Ball was I forgot his name. Yeah yeah um, yeah I can't remember his name he's either. in it yeah and they definitely use the headbangers ball clips um but anyway i watched it I, I'm, I'm i'm trying to run through a free 30-day trial of uh hbo max <laughs> and that was like my first choice <laughs> and you, I, you really should have waited until they finished lovecraft country and then jumped in for 30 days I, well my 30 day was, it was through at&t it's gonna expire so i had to like I had to, yeah. speaking of Good my free day. trial i did watch a movie real quick to bring us to a Ooh. film i'm not gonna really talk about it um other than it's not one of the greats i did enjoy it but i can also see why people would not like it um, I watched um, Ad Astra, the Brad Pitt space, Brad Pitt, yep. Sci-fi. space movie with Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Liv Tyler. It's Donald Sutherland's in it. It's it's good. It's slow. It's a slow burn. More more action than I thought might be in it. Um, I will say, without saying too much, we, we we always try to dance around spoilers. There are crazy space monkeys in it. Um, <laughs> But it's, 
I felt it was like a good Brad. It's a good movie, kind of where it's just thinking about Brad Pitt's personal life for the last four or five years and kind of the things you've heard in the media about him. It's a good little, just sort of reflective Brad Pitt movie. A lot of lot of voiceover of him talking um, as he kind of wanders through space looking for his father um, and trying to re- reconnect with his father. Um, so it's might share little things with like Interstellar but not nearly as like off the walls as like an interstellar movie. Um, definitely has this moments. I really like the soundtrack, very ambient, um, you know, synth electronic stuff, 2001 vibe at times for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a fun little watch. It's definitely an OTW and it's one of those, you got to be in the right place in the right mindset, but I could also see how someone might be totally dismissive of it sure. at the same time. I gave my son who we know often my, my 13 year old, um, who watches movies with us? I gave him the choice of wanting to watch The Invisible Man because that's on HBO Max. I said, or the space movie. I think I even I think I even pitched it as the boring space movie. He's like, I want the boring space movie. I, so um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and recommend that. I I think there's potentially a discussion around the the 2020 Invisible Man film. From Blumhouse, starring Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Not going to go into that. No, I still um, want to see it. He just wanted, he's like, I want space, not scary. So I said, I get you. He did fall asleep and sleep through um, most of the movie. Well, you're saying it was rousing. But this is also the same kid who loved First Cow. And I slept through my first viewing of First Cow because I watched it too late. And he um, really enjoyed First Cow. So I don't know. You, I don't you, get it. You really have a budding film critic on your hands. Groom him, sculpt him. Yeah. Show him the so way. Anyway, that's that's me. Gabriel, round us out. Give yeah, us something. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take us in a completely different direction. I did not want anything serious uh, this past week. Uh, you know, I've, I've the world is serious enough, and my life is serious enough, and so I just I went for just sheer entertainment factor uh, and watched yes. some just. I mean, they're fun. They're they're not good. Like but they're fun, fun films. Uh, I'm going to go with three. There are three Netflix produced films. Are these Adam uh, one of, movies? I can't wait. No, oh God, no. Uh, <laughs> one of, <laughs> one of which, so there is a common thread through these three, three films in that, you know, darling of the show, Ken Marino is in all three films. Um, I watched the sleepover, the babysitter and the babysitter killer queen. Okay. Now, are these good films? No. Are they good for what they are and fun? Yes. Um, Sleepover is is just a, it's a fun time. Um, it's it's literally it's like this weird mashup almost of of like Spy Kids and uh, you know Adventures in Babysitting. Um, <laughs> like these siblings are left uh, to them that somehow they like, they they walk and they're supposed to be camping with well, two of the there's a kid and his friend they're camping in the backyard the older daughter and her friend they're sneaking out of the house they walk back into the house this is in the first 15 minutes to find that like the house has been destroyed and their parents have been kidnapped well their mother was in witness protection and left this trail of clues so they start following the trail of clues kim marino is the the witless husband of um the, the the wife um, who was played by Malin Ackerman, uh, it's is it is it good? No. Is it is it just mindless entertainment? Absolutely. Yeah. Is it 
is it a solid like 95 eight, eight, like I don't know, 100 minutes of, of like your time if you just need a break from fucking reality yes okay. uh, that's on Netflix uh, The Babysitter this came out in 2017 I dismissed it immediately uh, then I saw that there was a sequel and I was like this was good enough that they made a sequel fine I'll go back and watch this uh, the Babysitter is rated TVMA. It is 85 minutes long. It's directed by Mick G. Oh, boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, of, of music video and Charlie's Angels fame. Uh, like, and 90s Charlie's Angels, not the, not the recent remake with, you know, Elizabeth Banks kind of at the helm. Um, yeah, we're talking Drew Barrymore. This, Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's, uh, we're good. Uh, this this has hey, Crispin Weaving. Glover's Crispin Glover's in those. That's right. He is. He's in the. Yeah. He is the. He's the. He's the bad. Um. But no, it's again. Is it a good movie? No. Is it fun? Is it a fun teen in peril slasher film? Absolutely. Uh, Samara Weaving is terrific in it. Uh, Leslie Bibb and Kim Marino are the parents here. Uh, the the son is played by Jude Lewis. I think he's great i think it's 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 just a lot of fun it's i mean it's 85 minutes you like you you piss away 85 minutes doing nothing with your life why not enjoy a, a slapsticky slasher film um that involves some sort of blood cult and sacrifices uh, additionally <laughs> the babysitter killer queen it clocks in at 101 minutes is it as good as the babysitter no does it take things in a different direction? I think so. I think it offers enough uniqueness in its kind of thing. I, Metacritic would disagree with me on this. This movie is is heavily panned, um, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. It was a good time. And there were some very wrong choices made with characters from the first film to the second film. I don't give a shit. It was fun. That's it. No, I'm gonna Three check- fun movies. No, I like that. Mindless entertainment. No, I this the babysitter's the movie I did start some time ago, like a year ago too, because it came out a couple years, like I think you said 2017 or whatever. Um I did start it because of McGee, but then bailed early on. But now no like you now knowing there's a sequel, and now hearing that you've watched both of them, I think that might fall in my October watching um queue um at some point here. You know? I mean, seriously, they're not good, but they are fun. Listen, they are, I'm the guy fun. who, who a couple episodes ago, like my watches were Satanic Panic and um, We Summon the Dead um, or We Summon the Night, whatever. The two somewhat terrible Satanic comedy shutter movies. I take no, my job seriously, so I only watch quality. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. We we are we are anointed to watch all of the films. We, I mean, listen. Sometimes we don't choose it. We have to. It's like where you fall on the list of what you have to watch to I clear felt it these off. films calling me is what yeah. I. It's like these are calling me. They need my attention now. Like these are current releases. At yeah, that's the point. The uh, that's the point of the roll call at the beginning. We gotta just kind of. We're knocking a few off the list, right? We're just. Yeah, I just took few. care of three three of them yeah. for us. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In so. rapid succession, like <laughs> man, you're, you're like you're like the babysitter's not one of the greats. I got to clear out the sequel just in case, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, again, this is re- literally these both of these films are about a satanic blood cult and centered around this 
same high school kid. That's all you really need to know. Kim Reno's in all three of these films. He has smaller roles in each of the three, but it's Ken Marino. Like, he's, right, cool. and he's being Ken Marino, just nerdier. For the unanointed, for the unaware, um, Gabriel, you tend to give us a quick little two or three sentence synopsis. Weekend of Bernie's. I think we can put one and two almost together. Yeah. What's the premise of these, of this, this concept? Two two low level by I guess they're financial analysts uh, that referred to in the in the footnotes of this one was losers, uh, played by J- Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy. Um, they they discover some discrepancies in the books for the the financial firm they work for. On, on a do- this- I, lo- I love it by the way. I like on a dot matrix printer printout. Mm. Oh yeah, this yeah. Is the no, it's, it's anyway. solid. It's fucking solid. <laughs> Definitely. They're going. They're going line by line, white to green, white to green, white to green. <laughs> um, it, it, but they uh they take this concern to their to, to the CEO of their company, <laughs> and it turns out uh, he attempts to hire a hitman to kill them. Um who apparently he has bad blood with and he ends up dead himself. And then they pretend they can proceed to play out the rest of their time with this man who was a corpse, um, trying to pretend as if um, he is still alive and thriving in order to thwart the hitman from murdering them. Yeah. 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 He invites them. Yeah. That's it. And Then then we get into two and then two is, is like a weird continuation because it involves the resurrection of, of their boss at Bernie, Bernie's corpse via voodoo. Yeah, there's voodoo in the second one. For yeah. cartel reasons. Who knows? I, I think that's it. It's He's resurrected for by the cartel to reclaim the money he was fraudulently and, and I think it's, right, this is the weird thing. Is like, I mean, these movies came out like four years apart from each other. From my understanding, The Weekend of Bernie's 2 is basically happening probably about six days later later you know at oh, most yeah I mean, um, so we, we would deal with like maybe a week later. and right. mortis and so. it, I, I don't even know if it's a full week it might be three days yeah. who knows i thought that was that was interesting yeah, yeah but yes they, they are they, 89 and then 93 mm-hmm. are the release years um, they had to work on so that yeah, script that's, for that's, a while it took a couple <laughs> years to get that script ironed out no that's one of my favorite <laughs> things it does yeah it doesn't happen as much li- like it picks up like hey Right. (laughs) So let's start. I I like that's a good place to start. I mean, we we'll kind of talk about each film. Maybe we'll focus on number one. But um, for for the people, first time listeners, because I know Weekend at Bernie's is going to bring some new listeners. Definitely. Got to bring in that over forty crowd. They're like Weekend at Bernie's. I'm in. Um, No more cow movie podcast. Well, I mean, Um, the Joel Osteen crowd is already in. So I mean, I think this this is like right in their wheelhouse. That's right. Which I, I mean, again, I'm, I appreciate they just sponsor us. They, they give a shout outs on their own podcast. That's right. Um, but no, um, th- that is the part I really like in the fact that it's, it's more of a trend for 80s, early 90s films. It doesn't happen as much anymore where like your sequel, it's picking up right where the other left off. Immediately. Um, and, yeah. and Tim, I was just like you. I was like, wait a minute. This has, they're like, they're just back from Bernie's at this point. <laughs> they're back in the city. That's it. Um, this movie's yeah. picking up. So a lot of stuff's happening real quick in, in, in these films. <laughs> these films were literally released four years and four days apart. July 5th, 89, we get Weekend at Bernie's. 
July 9th, 93, we get two. Yeah. It was the, the Big Bernie weekend. The primo summer be. slot there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's put – we're going to um, – first. We're going to vote here in a minute. We're going to get the votes out of the way to kind of get our conversation going. Before we do, kind of just – I like kind of going around the circle. What are some just initial thoughts or um, on, you know, history with the film, whatever you want to say, kind of like first opening pieces about uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Who wants to – anybody want to jump in first? I think we should let the guests jump in. Always. All right. Yeah, I'll jump in. So we're talking about just the first one at this point, just, right? Just, yeah, I mean, we'll kind of focus on number one right now. Weekend at Bernie's. It's Weekend at Bernie's. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's I, – I, and I'm, I might be in the minority here, but I, I – I, neither one of these films is good, okay? I'm just going to come out there and say that. But I, in some ways, I'm more impressed. The second one pops, a little bit more. Ooh, I remember a lot more about taste. the second one. <laughs> it's true. The, 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 the first one, um, it feel, to me, it feels a little, a little while to get going. I mean, you have to, there's hanging out in New York. Yeah. Looking over scantrons or whatever they're going over, you know, trying to figure stuff out. And uh, you have to deal with that for a while. No, and, Bernie doesn't, um, it takes Bernie forever to die. It, no, it, Bernie, yeah. It, it, 30 it, minutes. Yeah. Does it? 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 longer than you would think, since that's the whole point of this movie. Yeah. Um, at least it's longer than I remembered. But you know, some of the things that just that I remembered and I was impressed with it, I would say at least, is now now uh, I think the best actor in this movie in the entire series is the man who plays Bernie Lomax, Terry Kaiser. Yeah, you mean the one who you, you does not wrong. get billing, yes. who gets does not get billing on the box art at all? Yes. Sabi and I, I were mean, talking about this. Uh, Pre-show. What a rob! Wow, no, definitely. All right, this one was. I think he definitely has to hold the record, right, for the longest period of time of playing a dead body. I mean, that's like the biggest high points of his career in these two movies. He's just completely life. Well, the second one, I guess, he's not completely lifeless, but um, you know. And, and and I think you know, it's 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 bizarre that he is somehow the uh, the foil that that uh, this dead body, this person's not even moving, this actor's not even moving is like the foil and the person that keeps this whole thing, this whole franchise going. Um, so, you know, I, I was, I was impressed by that, but you know, the movie's just, uh, it's, they're fun. They're definitely fun. They're ridiculous. Um, you know, and, uh, I had my, my wife, uh, sat through like 90% of the first one. Um, and about 20% of the second one, I think. Um, and, you know, just, uh, she had never seen them before, so it was interesting to have somebody there in the room who had never seen these movies before. Uh, wasn't impressed, um, but you know, uh, th- there's definitely fun parts. So I like the hitman, the hitman in the first one, fun guy. I love his costumes. He's a fun, fun guy. Got some good, good energy going on there. But um, yeah, you know, I, to me, it is sad that movies like this don't get made anymore. I will say. Is that is it sad well, that they don't get made? <laughs> movies of this type, of this yeah. of this genre, not I, not not literally of ones that deal with people having sex with corpses, but um, <laughs> but 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 um, just necrophilia. Those still get yeah. made. Necrophilia. Is, let's, let's, let's be does, sensitive. Let's be to, scientific. Yeah. yeah. But they, but but they're, they're fun. They take, they just throw it out there a little bit and low budget. You know, I, uh, I think, I think I, I, I would like if there was more chances being taken a little bit more, just fun. We know this isn't a good movie, but we're doing it anyways. 
And uh, yeah, you know, it's it's it. They, I want more ridiculous films that still exist. Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't as much. People don't don't embrace it as much nowadays. Yeah, that's fair. So, that's so fair. I, th I mean, I think they do still exist. I just don't think they cost this much money. Like, I don't think this was a low budget film for they, like 1989. Right. They, they don't hit the theaters. They come out on Netflix and they might star Adam Sandler. Yes, largely. I wish or or, or, or Kevin James dorms. or Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel, be careful what you wish for because think about it. If this, if there was a remake of Weekend at Bernie's, you know who's probably going to play Bernie Lomax? It is Sam, Adam Sandler. Sandler? Would, it's going to be Sandler. Look, yeah, yeah. I, if he wants to produce it and fucking make it, fine. I'm Andrew fine. Garfield's going to be. I'm going to watch it. Uh, uh, Andrew Garfield in place of <laughs> Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then they're like, we just replaced a really horrible actor with a very, a very capable actor. I could see. No, I think, I think Garfield and would Silver be is now like Tom Holland. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I could almost see Garfield as Silverman. I could see him being that's, the more like. Yeah, uh, I could see that. You know, that's, I could see Andrew Garfield. Right, JB, two Spider Mans, uh -huh. one film. Tobey Maguire could that's, be listen, Bernie. We should pitch this. Let's do it. I guess that's not even Spider Man's. It's Spider Man. Is it Spider Man at that Spider point? Two Spider Man, Spider -Man. <laughs> one film. Holland, Garfield, guys, together. Tim's on a we point. We need films like this. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, the Spider Man are Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I mean, bring it. You know, Jesus. we're all gonna watch that movie. I will pay for that stream. Yeah, I'll pay it. I won't be as up. I won't be as upset having to find it through a streaming service like Redbox Rental and and you know as I had to with this film. So yeah, agreed. <laughs> Redbox Rental. Oh boy. Ex, ex sponsor of the show. We don't talk about that. Um, JB, thoughts, initial impressions, Weekend at Bernie's, um, in general. And also, was this oh. your first experience with Weekend at Bernie's? I had seen the first one before. Okay. Yeah, it'd been a, it'd been a long time. Um, I watched part of the first movie just as subtitles because it was running errands, um, and I had to sit in a lobby and I didn't have headphones because I didn't I poorly planned. Are, are you telling me you watched this on your phone? No, no, no. I watched it on a laptop. I planned with the laptop. I just didn't have headphones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anointed. Uh, <laughs> so one thing that stood out to me on both movies is the amount of physical comedy so when we talk about ridiculous comedy i think the ridiculousness of this one is the physical comedy it's sort of like they're trying to modernize what laurel and hardy would do and chaplin and whatnot and in the way in the way that they would express their body um but it lacked the whimsical music so like the physical comedy landed but there wasn't the accompanying music to like pair with the comedy. And so some of it fell flat simply for the, the lack of like good producing or, or whoever's in charge of pairing music with uh, physical comedy. Cause that sucked. Are you saying this would have been better as a silent film? Potentially. With title cards and a score. I had a great time when no one was talking on the film. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Um, you have a corpse, you have two bumbling fools walking around a mansion, um, running and, and dodging and doing these stunts. It was, it was cool. It does sound like a Laurel and Hardy film when you, when you talk about it that way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And their facial expressions and the way they move around each other. And it's very physical comedy, um, in a way that's not Sandler. So I, I want to point that out. I think I, I appreciated that about them. I just don't think it was done well. 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll jump in here. My thoughts, um, like maybe like Tim, as I'm kind of reading into this, I bring a bit of nostalgia with this film. Um, my 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 memory going into this was I remember watching both as a, as a child, and what was a little eerie about this was almost knowing beat for beat what was happening in Weekend at Bernie's one almost to the fact that like I must have seen this movie way more than I realized because um, mm. every scene was more than I, I want, you know, you watch a lot of movies and you, at some point you, you watch something again after not seeing it for decades and you don't really remember it. You know, it's, it's vaguely familiar. This was like, I don't know. It's like burned on imprint in my brain. The, a lot, most of these scenes, like the beginning of scenes, the various kind of key things, like it just instant, like it felt like home felt familiar. So I, I do recognize that a bit. It had a little, made it a little difficult for the decision I'm gonna have to make in a second, because I'm I'm balancing nostalgia versus um, the job I've been anointed to do. Um, but then also my memory was, Weekend at Bernie's two, only seeing it once or twice. Then I remember watching it, um, I think at my dad's house one summer with my stepmom and my brother, and everyone just thinking it's the funniest film they had ever seen. Um, Ever so to kind of Tim's point as well that like it's just like punches a bit better it just hits a bit better uh, that's definitely a memory I had of oh my god what we kind of Bernie's two is is comedy magic it's it's gold um, I don't know if I had that same thought and experience in 2020 but but that was definitely a memory I had going to it. and then on my the the other piece is kind of like Tim I, I didn't watch it with my wife but I watched it with my my two boys. Um, as well, they loved Weekend at Bernie's number one. And and kind of our piece, it took, I was sitting there watching it a bit nervous, like, uh, why is Bernie still alive? Like, where's the funny? Where's yeah. These kids are going to check out. This is the, I promised them a funny movie about desecrating a dead body for an hour. Um, you know, kids love that kind of thing. And I kept waiting, where's Bernie? Where's Bernie? They liked part one, eager to see part two. They loved part two. They thought part two, both of them took Weekend at Bernie's concept to the next level and finally figured out what was funny about this vehicle. Uh, So a little bit to Tim's part um, that he mentioned as well. Um, But overall, that's kind of where I'm at with the the Bernie films without going in too much depth. I have a few other kind of talking points, but that's sort of my, my history with it and my kind of reconnecting with the franchise I'm, 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 I'm going to say this I'm happy I, I was able to reconnect with the Bernie films um, I don't need to see Swiss Army Man I've seen Weekend at Bernie's I'm just going to say it Ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't these are not the same no, I don't, I've never seen it so I yeah, can't I, no, can, I can just make that joke no no, no I, I, I appreciate the joke I just, so I yeah obviously I'm the only one who hasn't spoken about these films um, I I are we just talking about one? Is that all we're talking about? I mean, I think we're kind of throwing in mostly one, but kind of the Bernie's, our Bernie vibe. So Bernie what vibe. I would like to say is that that the budget for Weekend at Bernie's 2 was half a million dollars more than the budget for one. And I would also like to add the caveat, just as a comparison piece, that the budget for another film that came out in 1989 <laughs> in the summer, uh, Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, same budget so riddle me this uh 
this I, who spent the money better I, I don't i don't know if we'll ever know uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Are you are you are you really though comparing do the right do the right thing? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not I'm not comparing content at all. No, that's not at all what I'm doing. I'm merely trying to make the point that you like in in 1989 you could still spend 6.5 million dollars yeah. mm-hmm. on this while yeah. that was like considered an independent film and this is a major studio production. That's sure. that's just kind of where I'm. Just a literally, literally just a monetary comparison, not not a one to one film comparison. Um, look, I was I was eleven, twelve years old when this film came out. I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself. That's right. I'm gonna do it because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Which in essence, like dates most of us on this podcast. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> When I saw this film, I was 11 or 12. Yeah. I thought this shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dead corpse. What? They're just <laughs> fucking bopping, bipping, and bopping around in Ireland with this guy. He's dead. As as me now watching this, I'm like, really? The, really? The, the hit band fucking took out Bernie with a heroin overdose? Yeah. Yeah. It's harsh. Um, when like a gun would have been perfectly suitable. Well, he does that too. Well, that's what <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. He eventually tries to shoot everyone and shoots the corpse multiple times on not one but at least two occasions. Yeah. It's this this mansion, like this mansion in I don't know. Is it the Hamptons? Is it Florida? Where is this thing? It's, it's literally an industrial complex turned into a fucking party They're house. in the Hamptons. Yeah, I think I, the Hamptons. That looks like no house that's ever been fucking built in the Hamptons. It's it's made out of metal and concrete. Yeah, yeah it's cinder block and metal, yeah. Let's, I mean, <laughs> come on. That, that is South Florida. No, oh, no, no, it, 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 it screams South Florida. Look, yeah. I mean, if we're going to really get into it, that's, that's new money. That's not old money. Like, well, true, Hamptons true is that, old money. True that. Yeah. What is new money? Let's, I mean, I come from No, no it money, looks like it's so off the, I, I like, it's a anyway. reject. Yeah, it's a reject set from Miami Vice. It's well, no, I, I, think, I think you answered your own, the, the previous question that you had, Gabriel, which, because I looked this up a little bit, looking for some little interesting facts about Weekend at Bernie's the first Did one. Did they spend three and, million on just that place? They they built the house for the movie, and then after the movie was over, demolished it. Wow! And it was yeah, it was off. It was on an island somewhere off of like New York New York City, there somewhere around the Hamptons. And they, just, so I think they, that they, I think that was the house. They literally blew yeah. like half the budget, if not over half the budget, building this bullshit house. But like yeah. the bridge that in has the a house. Catwalk for some reason. Yeah, that's, that's not a bridge, JB. Oh, it's yeah. called a catwalk. <laughs> the catwalk. I love it. Whoops. <laughs> like. 12-year-old me had no awareness of what was happening. It was just like, ah, a dead guy. They're carrying him around. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me now? Oh, man. It's, the, the laughs are few and far between for Bernie. No, it's funny. The first one, yeah, it's dead guy moving around. The second yeah. one, it's dead oh. guy cramming his body in a suitcase. <laughs> or, or random, awkward. Oh, man, it's just so weird. Or, or cramming but, it into a mini fridge. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So to be fair, so what I would like to touch on outside of these like facts about the film. <laughs> facts. 
I, I, I do, I do think, um, Tim is absolutely correct. The best performance in either of these films is literally the physical acting of Terry Kaiser. Yeah. As a dead person with no speaking lines. <laughs> His speaking lines are terrible. In the, yeah. in the of so bad. Yeah. And he's, he's bad as an executive, but he's terrific as a corpse. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I look, I, I appreciate John. I think Jonathan Silverman has done fine work like Brighton beach memoirs. Like mm -hmm. that film is great. Like Silverman's in that he's done other things. Uh, Andrew McCarthy, I, I continue to look back on his body work and he was, he was hot in the eighties mm -hmm. and he closed out the eighties very poorly. Yeah, um, mannequin and mannequin two do not hold up. Uh, weekend at Bernie's, Weekend at Bernie's 2 do not hold up. A Andrew McCarthy's overacting in both of these, like just the level of idiocy he brings to the screen as someone who apparently graduated from college and is now working as a financial analyst. Like, you can't be that dumb. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, 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 and even just whoever's running like his wardrobe. Um, oh God! God. Like Ugh. I don't know why his shorts or shoes or I know I know one of it's Bernie's is Bernie's watch, but it's <sighs> like everything about his wardrobe is he looks ridiculous. He looks like a, a child. He's a clown. He looks like a clown. <laughs> it's he looks true. like a child trying to dress like an adult. It's like I'm that was my biggest. Yeah, that was my biggest question. Like, oh, we need to communicate that he's carefree and. He's the oh, one who's going to have the crazy far-fetched ideas that so we need to make him look ridiculous with super but, big baggy shorts. And I don't I, I, the number of times he hiked up his shorts in the two movies alone. Um, I, I don't understand. I like that he wore he socks slub, slubby socks. I always had slubby socks at the beach wearing Converse <laughs> high tops. What the uh, fuck is that? Uh, what is that? Even I, I, I won't wear flip flops, but I will put on espadrilles. Like funny. We, not, we're in agreement about that. flip flops. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I think no, Andrew it, McCarthy's character was just amazingly annoying. I wrote this down like annoying. Just like if I would, if I had to be around that guy, <laughs> I, I, I would, I would, I would. Why? Why would John would Silverman it? ever even be yeah. friends with him? Right. That's, immediately yeah. out of the box, like out of the gate, it's. Why are you even tolerating this dipshit? All right, let's do this. Yeah, because um, I want I want to get I want to I want to see some cards on the table. No oh boy. Um, I have. Let's just do let's just let's just do one, one number one. Let's do real number one oh, real quick, man. and then we'll kind of They're book on the same it. paper. Well, we can. Um, I mean, hey, listen, I'm I'm up. We can say both in there if we want to talk about them. Um, hey, you we guys can do both. Wait, do you guys want to do both? One one and two. JB, what what say you? Want to put both our votes on the line right now? Sure. All right. Oh wait. All right. I'm doing. I gotta update my my paper here. All right. So and then we'll just kind of go through and talk about it. But I think that'll help us with time as well. We, um, we can get this done in 20 minutes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Tim, the way we do, we just kind of the 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 live streamers know this. Uh, we just kind of hold up our paper with our answer. I guess this one we're putting two answers. Um, number one and two. And then we just kind of read them out. So our listeners, who again, we appreciate you listening. You don't have to pay at the Patreon. Our, our viewers, um, we appreciate you viewing. We love it. You, you just want to keep. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming at you with Roman numerals. Shout out to. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I got one, and then one underneath. So 
Tim, are you ready? You're writing a all lot. Right, it's like right. it's like Jeopardy over here on your screen. <laughs> We're like the person keeps writing, and you're like, it's a one word answer. Um, I, I don't know the format of the of the papers here. I'm trying it's great. I know you missed or not you, great. I you got missed, it. I got oh, it. You didn't right, even yeah. say not. You missed the onboarding and orientation session. I did. Session. I did. That's, we that's sent you fault. the link for that, and you failed to <laughs> fucking click on it and attend the orientation. That's your fault. It, it went to my spam point. folder. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. You guys ready? All right, here we go. Um, I got. <laughs> we'll end with yours, Gabriel. Mine, I put oh. number one a great, number two not great. What do we got, Tim? JV, tell us what you, you got. Pull back. Oh, pull two back, not baby. great. All right, I I I put almost for two, and I'll, I'll make my arguments <laughs> later. But yeah, I put number one not great, number two great. Okay, JB, what? what are you for one? JB, what are you for one? Not great. Not great. What are you for two? Great. Number two is a great for JB. <laughs> and and please, please, Jesse, yeah, share, Ga- my share mine. <laughs> Gabriel has uh, number one, not great. Number two, no way in hell. <laughs> but Tim, you have an almost great for number two. So to recap, for those keeping track of the, the home game, those of you have the, home, the, the cards for the home game, um, I gave it a great. No one else gave number one a great. Number two, JB gave it a great. Right. Tim almost. So Weekend of Bernie's one and two, neither one. one they're not greats. They're not one of the greats. Put them in purgatory, though. And, J- and Gabriel gave a no way in hell for part two, which puts him and JB on two opposite sides of the, uh, of the spectrum. Man, that, that was one of the Best? roughest watches I have had in many years. Really? I'm going to jump on with you, Gabriel. I thought number two was, I don't say this often, I thought it was terrible. It's and I thought, you say that often. I thought, much like they desecrated the body throughout these two films of Bernie Lomax, I felt they were desecrating the, the concept and memory of the Weekend and Bernie's film itself yes hmm. i also felt that they were desecrating the act of filmmaking <laughs> <laughs> i and i thought i thought i thought the voodoo stuff i the, what's this work so racist I, it's I, so racist i thought the so voodoo hard. stuff was yeah somewhat a problematic um mm-hmm. and number two totally unnecessary uh, i mean i get the the dancing bernie funny that's a good i mean i i one thing i will applaud it and this will be my only kind of point for bernie's too and i'll let you guys talk especially those of you who are kind of one that's a great almost a great um bernie's too i do applaud them for at least trying to do something different like add something to this the voodoo element the dancing bernie oh you know it's it has to be hard as hell like how do you get this dead body back in this movie again and like yeah finding the two million dollars um, is a is a thing, and and the funniest stuff in the movie is the it's dancing. Terry Kaiser. It's Terry Kaiser. Well, it's Ty- oh, Terry Kaiser definitely. and just the fact of like when he dances, when the music's going on, the fact that now he's this uncontrollable dead corpse. That's the fun. Like he's just he makes out with a woman on a beach. Um, he steals her from his boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Like he has a fight with a, a muscle bound dude. <laughs> yeah. Well. At least he doesn't so I, have I sex it. with a woman. I mean, the first movie no. he has there's sex no with a woman. Necro- yeah. There's no necrophilia. He only, he only makes out with a woman this in the second one. But I'll, I'll argue this. this. As, as maybe as problematic as necrophilia might be, 
I think it's at least a funnier bit to have a woman pissed off coming to him, going upstairs, having sex with him. And then a, the two of them, Silverman and McCarthy sitting on the couch, like expect, you know, the bit of like, Oh, any moment she's going to realize he's dead. She comes out completely satisfied and like, see you guys later. I think that's a funnier bit with necrophilia being the, the punchline of your joke. Which again, sure, it's problematic. A, it's a horrid punchline. <laughs> uh, but um, I think it's funnier than the making out with stealing a boyfriend, getting in a fight, uh, stealing the girlfriend, this boyfriend, getting in a fight, falling asleep with him on the beach. Um, anyway, there's, you know, there's like yeah. this weird implication with the rating system applied here. Like there's implied necrophilia, and then there's legitimate nudity in like two. Yeah. But two's rated PG, and one is rated PG thirteen. No nudity. I mean, only yeah. sexual implication. But Nothing horribly crass, other than repeated murdering of a single corpse. I, I mean, can there be anything more crass than though than necrophilia? I mean, can there be? It wasn't shown. I mean, yeah, I necrophilia know. itself <laughs> should. Okay. Necrophilia itself should probably be NC seventeen. That's true. Yes. I you'll get no disagreement. I mean, but I'm not gonna I don't know. But again, that, it's implied. Yeah. It's and, and again, just the whole logistics of how that's working out. Um, I don't know. But oh boy. <laughs> but just kind of but on that piece, I'm curious. I mean, I think Gabriel and I are pretty much in, I, I even didn't even want to finish Weekend of Bernie's too. I, I made it through the end and I as hard. I said before, my kids really liked it. Um they liked it better than the first one. Um maybe it's because I don't know why. It's just silly and funny. But I'm curious. A, we have JB as a great, and Tim is an almost great. He kind of wants to defend themselves. JB, you gave it the full honor, so I got to let you go first, and then I'll back you up here. So, (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Um, You know, the first one was was all right. Again, we had to wait 30 minutes for the gimmick to, to kick in this time. The gimmick kicked in way earlier. Uh, the introduction of Terry Kaiser as a dancing corpse was so well introduced. Um, Mm. I really enjoyed the initial dance scene. I enjoyed the two decades later dance craze that arised out of this. Um, And it was going to be a super mediocre movie but it just picked up in the last 15 to 20 minutes for me. It just went to a place I didn't think it could go. And it, you know, personal bias. They, Terry Kaiser is underwater being filmed without a, without a mouth thing in him, doing the dance, walking on the seafloor. <laughs> and the technical skill to tell an actor, you're going to be filmed underwater without a without a scuba device attached to you <laughs> pretending to be dead and dancing <laughs> and there, it, it goes on forever so like i'm just imagining terry kaiser that's where the budget went that's, that's where take, they spent the take extra after half take. a million dollars it yeah. was literally they were like we're gonna shoot this for 20 seconds and then we need someone to scuba over to you and give you oxygen we're gonna <laughs> yeah. shoot for another 20 seconds more oxygen this is going to take yes. 14 days. Yeah. yeah. 
you, I mean, we, we, yeah, you can't see under the director telling them. And, and, and at this point, you're going to be shot in the head with a harpoon. We need you to react with that. So, <laughs> well, that's right. He gets shot. In the, I forgot about the harpoon. <laughs> I forgot that he gets a harpoon through the head. Oh, it's so great. I mean, there's the horse cart. The <laughs> horse harpoon, cart is good. The scuba diving. It just picks up steam and literally goes downhill at one point. And um, <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> I loved it. I thought, you know, it was cool that they tried to bring in this like duo to foil um, Larry and Richard. And that didn't really work out because, again, I think the physical comedy and the music accompanying it, like one, that other duo didn't commit to their physical comedy. So it was like super half-assed and it wasn't funny. You could like tell there was a beat and it was supposed to laugh. But are you are you saying the voodoo henchmen did not commit to their physical comedy? Not as well. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as like gimmicky and whimsical. They were funny. They were funny in the bathroom. I think their highlight is the bathroom at the yeah, beginning, and then the after beginning. the bathroom, because that was funny. That was a funny bit I, about yeah, right. not realizing the music's bringing him back, like getting yeah. all the, the the bad voodoo jokes like wrong. Like, the bones. That was the funnier the bit. The scene was sort of like contained. They, they felt contained. But, but, but you know? that is where it just felt more inappropriate as a whole from like a cultural appropriation perspective it was definitely <laughs> that too it it just felt very racist and i mean yeah i get it's 1993 but why like, why do you need to bring in this aspect into this bullshit story about a dead guy and two financial analysts it there was some other way to tell this story. Not that a part two ever needed to be made. I just don't, it just felt really wrong. And, and I, I couldn't laugh at it. I didn't think it was funny. Look, I totally get that they, they butchered appropriation left and right out of this movie. But if you're going to bring in another pair of bumbling idiots that are supposed to play the foils to your original bumbling idiots, I want them to commit regardless of what race they are. So that's what I was commenting well, on. I, I think the real foil yeah. was Barry Boswick, though. Like, who who does play a Later on, game. yeah. No, but I mean, throughout. Like, yeah. he's the guy who's tracking them the entire time. Like, he's the one who thinks they were connected to Bernie. They helped commit this fraud. Like, they were in on it. They knew. And he's, he's, trying, is, he's trying to find that gotcha moment. And he inevitably, mm -hmm. like, he goes insane. He loses his mind. He's the Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Exactly. And that was the part I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. He was the real foil. It was it. These, yeah. the two guys from like Brooklyn or the Bronx or whatever part of New York they were from, who were at the the mercy of the leader of of the the voodoo cult, right? Like they were just they weren't functioning under their own autonomy. Like they were not. They weren't leading their own mission. They were at the mercy of someone else who had control over them. And so it, I, I don't know, just a lot of things just didn't make any sense to me in this film. Dude, oh, I mean, we're talking about a film that's about <laughs> a guy, a dead body that's put under a spell that's supposed to magically lead them to $2 million off of an island in the ocean. So let's not follow the logic but uh, yeah, so I Tim, why, like, I, I why and all yeah so tim why yeah. why and almost great 
Why should I suspend my disbelief? Yeah, uh, I love this. Uh, because you, I'd say first off, because you want to, right? That's, that's that's what always is when you go into these things. Like you have, I mean, I I sometimes suffer from this and going to a ridiculous movie, um, or or something, or even not ridiculous. Sometimes if it's a sci-fi movie that to me has bad science backing up the storyline. I sometimes you have to want to suspend the disbelief, um, and I think I'm easy. It's easy for me to do that because definitely. I mean, this I I watched. It's funny. I definitely watched this movie before I ever saw Weekend at Bernie's. I can almost guarantee okay. that. Um, I think in probably definitely in '93 or shortly after. I love that that Jesse brought up uh, that 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 they watched a different movie on a <laughs> on HBO Max the fr- on the free 30 days. I. I am positive that I probably watched this movie three times over 30 in a 30 day period while I had HBO for free, like over like a, or 14 day, like one of the, the free, like, you know, weeks of HBO from like a Friday through like the oh, yeah. Sunday, like nine days later, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I watched this because I just had it on constantly. I watched this movie like at least three times within like those nine days. Um, and so I think what going into this, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I know what I'm getting here. I, I can suspend the disbelief. It is ridiculous. It is definitely uh, got some definitely issues with appropriation. Um, th- yeah, they definitely could have just had just some kind of generic ridiculous magic, right? It didn't have to be some kind. It didn't have to be voodoo in which they they brought in the, the culture appropriation. Uh, so I that that that's a given. That was that was unnecessary and shouldn't have happened. Um, but to me, it is it's like the dance. First off, the dance is. <laughs> Damn hilarious. It the dance is. is great. It's great. It's so good. And, and, and the best, and let's be the the best part of the dance is when the dance starts, okay? Like, it starts differently depending on where his body is when yes. it starts. If yeah. he's on his stomach, it starts with the ass somehow. If yeah. when he's sitting on the toilet, it like starts with this like shoulder thing. He like kind of jimmies up the uh, the wall of the, of the, of the bathroom. It's, it is hilarious. Again, um, and the it, and physical it, <laughs> acting of Terry Kaiser is underappreciated here. I think it's fantastic. I am one. I I I am I am very capable of suspending disbelief. I I fucking love to do that. I love to be put in a situation where you give me a reason to do so. There was no sure. reason to suspend disbelief in this film, and. It, as much as I appreciate the physical acting and the physical comedy of Terry Kaiser in this film and in the first film, the film itself, the way it's written, the way it's directed, the way it, it's carried out, like the, the point it comes to, it's, it's such shit. It's terrible. It's, you know, I give it, it's, <laughs> if I'm being honest, like my almost, oh, yeah. my almost, this is very much in a thing of like, of looking at a film and, and the way that I do the room, like, you know, it is just over the top, insane. I mean, uh, JB brings up the like the last fifteen minutes, which also like it definitely picks up in those last fifteen minutes, and then it's like ends abruptly. It no, just, exactly. Like, it just like stops. I, you're right. I was about to turn this thing <laughs> off, and I was like, I can't take this anymore. And then I'm like, Oh wait, it's over. It's the end credits. Like, it just, it just and they're ends. back to the animation. <laughs> it's but, just. My, my fa- the one note that I wrote in, in the last, like, I think it was maybe 15 or 20 minutes of this film, was the part where Bernie is being dragged by the parasail. Yeah, I know where this is going. And, and the shark. Yeah. He literally, <laughs> yep. they don't jump the shark, but they, they allow him to be attacked by a shark. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I felt that was a little. shark moment. 
I felt like, that was yeah, their we, nod. We, like, we know this is yep. bad. Like, we know that was my bad. thought. Yes. That they Me like too. they put a jumping the shark it. in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, I felt that. Yeah. But it, it at no point though did it ever feel like. Yeah, we knew what we were doing when we got into this. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just didn't feel like. Yeah, this was purposeful. It was like, man, shit, we've been shooting this for thirty-seven days, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a turd. Let's put <laughs> yeah. this fucking shark's taxi it, in here. Like that's it what it felt like. like. It just felt so jarring and weird. And it was slow mo, and it was, and somehow he came out with no teeth wounds. There were no like, yet he drug an, an entire great white shark out of the ocean <laughs> per his torso while being dragged by his foot on a parasail. What what I like to imagine happened is that <laughs> there was like Deloitte or like some major company was on a retreat in St. Thomas, and then were the the morale committee of this corporation that's like on vacation for their week long retreat decides to make a movie. <laughs> and this is the movie that comes out of that week long retreat with a bunch of corporate honchos. <laughs> that's what I imagine happened. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say yeah, this. I'm a big wig. Hello. I have smoked cigars. Please put a shark on this man's torso. <laughs> they have a couple interns pitch in. <laughs> Listen, um, when, when I, I'll say this, I agree with, I, I, well, I appreciate JB and Tim's sort of insight. It, it, I can understand coming you from agree? that this, yeah, this is a, a film. This is a film that knows exactly what it is. Hey, we're just a screwball comedy, silly thing. And, and it is impressive to keep this bit and gag going on um, for part two. And I can see why people think might enjoy it more than, than, than the original. I feel to kind of jump to Weekend at Bernie's one. Um, my thoughts on why I put number one as a great, I guess, by myself as the only person. Yeah, let's um, hear it. Num- I'll back you up. I'm gonna nothing to kind of labor on, but I think number one, I think the performances of McCarthy and Silverman are stronger in part one. I think their relationship's stronger. I think the way they play off one another is so much better. I think by part two, that's gone. It's lost. It's it's yeah. Terry Kaiser is the center stage on here. Um, I do appreciate them taking the time when you kind of look at it a little more as like filmmaking. I think JB and I, we had kind of a front lawn discussion about this pre-show as we were exchanging the DVD a couple days ago. Um, I think you have to have that 30 minutes to set up to kind of establish something. Yeah. Bernie is like to accept the fact that you're going to be toting around this dead body for the next hour. You need to take 30 minutes to say, okay, yeah, Lomax is kind of a low life. And, so it's okay to desecrate his body, and, and, and we kind of sympathize with our char- characters a bit more. By part two, all that's gone. Part two is just like, let's just have fun and be silly with the dead body, and the dancing plays into it. And I agree. It's like the dancing alone, it, that's the price of admission. You pay to see the dancing it's- all the way. Um, but I think even if you're thinking about like something as a more thoughtful film under a very silly, absurd premise, I think even part one plays into a bit of the commentary of just the the detachment the 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 lack of pot of of personal relationships with the society that they're painting this this upper class hampton society um high-rise executive that they don't have any meaningful relationships they don't notice when one of their uh quote friends is dead and they're still just trying to get things out of them 
And I think there's this kind of like this, you know, this little subtle commentary there. There's nothing to get too deep about. But but there's some elements within this script that you can tell um, that the writer, the director, that they're they're trying to say something within a super silly film and pre and and um, premise, and and so that's another reason. I'm like, okay, there's some substance here if you kind of peel this onion back. Now it's a really small onion. It's not yeah. a big onion. It's a tiny oh. onion, um, but it's there. It's a shallot. If yeah, you it's would. a shallot for sure. And then my last little piece, why I put it as a great, I think just the impact this film. I think everyone needs to see Weekend at Bernie's. Um, I think it yes. needs to be a film that people are aware of and to see. And everybody I talk to that either knows of the podcast or just, you know, water cooler conversation that's not really out of water cooler is you mentioned, oh, I watched Weekend at Bernie's this weekend. Everyone of a certain age says, oh, that's fun. That's hilarious. That movie's funny. They, they have an experience with You Bernie's. need to revisit that. Yeah, and I might not encourage them to do that. I might say, keep that memory preserved where it is. <laughs> like, treasure that and, and keep it there. You might not need to revisit it. So those were all my reasons for the great. That's why I felt um, it's it's a movie that's... And I think if someone, if you're like, hey, you need to kind of know, just, just to kind of be aware of the significance of this film as an 80s film, um, as, as something that, as Tim said at the beginning, that they don't really make movies like this. Now... They don't make movies like they made in the 80s regardless. Um, and I just felt it's as one of those lasting films from the 80s. I think it has a bit of a legacy. It has a bit of a significance just in the movie history. And so those were the... A, a great does not have to be a good movie. Um, yeah. A great can have different contexts. And so that's where I felt Bernie fell. And I think if you're going to watch a Bernie movie, you watch number one. Though I think it's interesting how Tim and JB both hey, said. I, like, I absolutely agree with you, Jesse. I, yeah. I, I think two. it comes on the no, tail end two. of a decade of excess. And yeah. it, it, it is commentary on that excess. I do think you're absolutely correct. Like the superficiality of the relationships, the fact that like all these people who party at Bernie's house every weekend don't even recognize the fact that he's fucking dead. Right. And, like, and it's these analysts who don't know him. Right, they have the most superficial relationship with him. That they're the only ones who know and recognize, and they're somehow trying to keep his legacy alive, right? Or or and, get something from him, like yeah, they're still taking, it's, taking, it's, taking. It's all tra it's transactional, yeah, exactly. It, 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 and that that's a that's a perfect just kind of hey let's let's fucking wrap up the eighties in a goddamn package and put a bow on it. It was all transactional relationships. It was all superficial. It was all bullshit. It was all excessive and and capitalistic. And and it's I think if you view it that way, I lean more towards your perspective, Jesse. Mm -hmm. I, I I you don't get that in, in two. Like two is just it's just cash grab, slapstick, let's fucking do this and make some money. <laughs> We can burn these too, and it's awesome. Let's do this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and but at least with one, there is some subtext there. It's it's buried. It's hard. It's oh. hard to get to. Um, the, I agree with your assessment that McCarthy and and Silverman are better as far as acting and mm -hmm. and one, but McCarthy's atrocious throughout. Like Silverman is acceptable. <laughs> McCarthy is horrendous. Listen, I just love that the opening jump. scene. I'll be honest. I love the opening where scene. Where he's like running across the street. No, not, not, no we're not in the, the somewhere in the, where they're sitting on the roof. Oh, that, uh, yeah. that's, 
That's like a few minutes in. Yeah, yeah. five minutes in on the pool with the, yeah. the tar yeah. and the, the the tar and the, the pool. And I love, I, and they're going over the dot matrix printout, and like McCarthy's getting tar over everything. I've spent um, time on a roof in yeah. New York in the summer. I just That's love not it. far off. Like, I love, I, I love yeah. just it, the way to introduce those two characters working together. Um, on, on, on Weekend Bernie's two, something we didn't talk about, which to me is honestly probably outside of uh, outside of the, the voodoo parts, um, which are problematic. The worst part of this movie is the intro animation. I don't know if y'all remember this or skip oh. this. It no, I is watched it. so bad. This yeah. weird, tr- terrible animation style of, over black with a train going on. Um, it is amazingly bad. It was like it was like somehow like a dismissed episode of the Animaniacs or something. It was just so but, but terrible. It was really bad, but yeah. it was still kind of a, a, a thing that late 80s, early 90s movies did. Like... There was a train. Yeah, I not, guess that's true. He got stuck in a subway. Uh, yeah, right. I would love <laughs> if it was just an animation from an early, and it could be like an earlier draft of the script that went through rewrites and changes because some of the animation takes time and it's already been like pre-produced and ready to go. I would have loved um, if they had made it like a dream sequence and and like just inferred that the train had something to do with like rails of cocaine. I don't know. I don't know. I just it. <laughs> you're right, Tim. It makes no sense. It makes zero zero. negative sense. It makes negative sense. It, it makes negative sense. I think it's a part of the movie that I didn't remember, right? Because I didn't remember the, the intro sequence. So I turned the movie on, and I grab a beer and I start watching this. I'm just like, what is going Did on? I just take you're like, a hit of acid. Was, like, am I already I, drunk? <laughs> no, it was it, that that at that very first beginning was like when I questioned um, myself watching this movie the most. Um, but like, but I, I'm here mistake. with they know. <laughs> but then you get into it and 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 you're there. Um, so you know, all I say is it's it's good That's for like us every, as people. Everything, every like aspect of trouble in my life, it's like you just get into it and then you're there. Yeah. There, you, there you are. You didn't plan on being all- there. Yeah, no, Joe, any other any other um, i'm gonna move us along here any other final thoughts i've kind of said my piece about these ones jbs and final thoughts what do you got all i gotta say is in the movie full of layers richard parker is also the name of the tiger in life of pie and so i'll leave that for the viewers all right we can we unless there's any other things i want to close the game <laughs> gabriel go uh we're gonna close the book on weekends and bernies one and two not one of the greats either one of them um if i can pull back my almost i'm just gonna say weekend at bernie's two not a great um terry kaiser's acting great i'm gonna put it there one of the greats so we guys ready to jump into a kill your baby summertime beach party edition Let's do it. All right, JB, what is our order um, of turns starting with our um, round robin contributions, one baby at a time? Is it is it you don't care, but Gabriel goes last? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not that. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, JB's first. And then Tim. Tim. Then Gabriel. And me. Then Jesse. Okay, so JB, kick us off. Um, we, we're all for the listeners at home. We're looking at a shared Google Doc. We're going to be typing in a movie one at a time. No major explanation, but if you have a, a you know 
a few words to say, hey, this is a great film or what I'm putting this on because you, you're always free to do that, kind of justify its entry. So, JB, who are you starting off with? Grease. No justification. I, I, I was hoping somebody was going to come in with Grease. I think you have access to the document. You can type it in if you want. Does it like you? Coming in Thank hot. You. First pick, Grease. You're the one that I want. Grease, nice. <laughs> I like it. All right, Tim, who, what is your, uh, your contribution to our, our list? Um, your first baby to the party? My, no- my number one is uh, it's Jaws. Um, Mother effort. All right, that's on my list. I mean, yeah, I think I think it's just the the it, it hits. It's the most dynamic. I think uh, summer beach movie. It hits all of the points here. You sure you don't want to put? It's the it's the first blockbuster. Yeah, you sure, you don't want to put Jaws 3D instead. <laughs> I'll leave that one for somebody else. Okay, that one's on we you. Appreciate, we appreciate you. Grease Jaws. <laughs> Sounds like a band. So I I. I expected someone to hit on Jaws early on, and I'm going dazed and confused. Nice. First day of summer, man. Okay, okay. I'm going to go, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to go a movie that kind of deals with getting away for a little bit. It's kind of funny. I'm going to say Forgetting Sarah Marshall. As My favorite of all the Apatow-produced It's films. It's a good one. It has um, the, the Muppet funny Dracula thing is hilarious. It, it has a lot of really good bits. It has a lot of really good acting. It has a lot of really good writing. It's a, high, it, it, it's a good one. It really is. It, it Seriously, like no joking. That's my favorite Apatow produced film. Perfect. Okay. Um, we're back up to JB. You're getting a sympathy for me though. <laughs> we're gonna do uh gonna go a little different direction. We're gonna go for parent trap. Okay. It's definitely a different direction. It's iconic iconic summer movie, just not for the audience that's it, in front of me. Original, right? Now. right? Man, JB, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you your your first two what? picks look like audience. They look like assassination yeah, targets. Yeah, JB always yeah. likes to put those sacrificial babies on the list. <laughs> no, I gotta say, and, and, and JB, th- it wasn't on my top three, but this was this was in my top seven. Parent Trap original, wow. definitely yeah. solid, wow. solid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, y'all haters. Death to, <laughs> to Haley Mills. All right, so I, I'm digging for one that's a little it's a little more recent that I really enjoyed. Um, I, when I watched it a few years ago, and this is a, the 2013 flick, The Way Way Back, um, Sam Rockwell film. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. I thought it. I thought it was actually. We don't get a lot of these like kind of summer kind of movies like anymore, but I thought that one just like nailed it. So that's what I'm putting in. That's, it's a it's a very good indie flick. It it's. I mean, look, you'll get no argument for me that Sam Rockwell is an underappreciated actor. I think. He is absolutely phenomenal. He is a, a more emotive, modern Christopher Walken in that he's a triple threat. We like him. He can act, he can sing, he can dance. And he's, uh, yeah, as we, every time we mention him, we always mention Jojo Rabbit, one of the greats. 
That's true. But he's, uh, man, he's he's absolutely terrific. Okay. Yeah. I do love him. What's your, uh, love his body of work. Love him. What do we got next, Gabriel? I'm going again with a last or midday summer kind of trying to, trying to hold things together, keep it all in check. I'm going to Goonies. Oh, nice. All right. It, it's definitely, it definitely counts. It's good. I actually, full disclosure, I watched this film um, about a weekend ago with the youngins as well. Um, actually, my youngest, he had never seen it, and we sat through and watched all the gigs. All right. I'm going to go. It's a fantastic film. And re- I mean, it's it really a fun. Is Richard Donner's- it's fun. I'm going to go it's a bit a, nostalgic. Robert Zemeckis or Richard Donner? It's true. That's a, that's, a question. that's a good question. I can't. I know it's all Spielberg tangential. It's, it's a bit Spielbergy, but it's fine. I'm putting Point Break in in the list oh, here. Oh, I'm throwing Point that's, Break. That's, that's on my list. That was on my list. That, I, I lost Jaws. I, I lost Jaws. So Point Break, Point Break was going to be my Jaws replacement. That's right, oh, Richard Donner. It's Richard Donner. Is not Zemeckis. It is Richard Donner. Screenplay by Chris Columbus. No, Goonie, Goonies is a good pick. Point Break is Catherine Bigelow at her finest. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a good movie. Be back good to movie. Johnny Utah. Back. Johnny. <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Canoe Reeves, baby. Um, Final pick. Baby. In Final baby. Do I want to get roasted or do I want to well, get I mean, roasted? It's, it's, it's your MO. You got to throw something out there that's gonna survive this fucking gauntlet that that has been laid down. And so far, you have you have put down two films that I feel will be easily just. Now, for our listeners and for our players as well, remember we all at the very end we all we will be throwing Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Bernie's two on the list as well. Ooh, Wet Hot American Summer. I was wondering if someone would go there. One of the greats is on the list. I assume. Yeah. Someone else would take that one. I'll tell you this. It was on my Historically, list. the greats don't survive, surprisingly. They do not. No. But huh. bold move, JV. Bold no. move. They, the they die quick and horrible deaths. <laughs> well, it was that or heavyweights. And I knew <laughs> you would hate heavyweights. <laughs> you did the better so, pick. Just the a couple better. of minutes. You did, you did make a better choice. If you were considering heavyweights, I have a film that you possibly should have held in your pocket and fucking just thrown that card out. That's okay. I'm anointed <laughs> for a reason. Listen, you br- you bring that position. perspective we that we work. lack, so I like it. Uh, I don't know. Tim, I, final I, choice. I, I, yeah, I find that one interesting, the, the idea that heavyweights almost made it. I, I threw this out to my wife while we're taking a walk tonight, and, and I told her the point. It's heavyweights. The first movie she threw out to me was heavyweights. and I, wow. I, I've never seen heavyweights. I've never get, seen heavyweights, so we got to get can't. Jenny on this podcast. <laughs> Jenny's it's a fantastic summer uh, film. Yeah, no, uh, and so I am. Oh man, this last choice is hard, y'all. It's hard because I, I kind of had my my first two there, but after this, um, yeah. oof, do I go for a weird one? Do I go for one that's going to be definitely cut? Do I go for just an easy? Uh, all right. That's the strategy of this whole thing. This is always the struggle between strategy and integrity. And it's it's the age-old question of kill your babies, strategy or integrity. Okay, I'm going I'm going with integrity. All right, all right, here we go. It's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird pick, maybe. Um, but I I can I can argue it. 
I'm going with the movie Quadrophenia, uh, the Who's Quadrophenia. Um, of course, the whole pivotal thing all revolves around uh, Brighton Beach, and uh, and so um, fantastic film. One of my uh, one of my favorite films I go back to. So I'm going with Quadrophenia. I applaud. Man, this leaves me in a really weird predicament because I still have three films on my list, and one. I think is it just it it hits a certain certain point in time and a certain nostalgia. Yeah, I feel you. One one really hits on some very poignant commentary and the challenge of the heat of summer in the city. Yeah. Okay. And the other one is absurdist comedy. It'll be with a lot of improvisation at its finest i'm I, this is tough this is really tough the complexities of kill your baby can i pass no you're back? not allowed jb set oh, this man. order oh wow yeah. well <laughs> hmm. do uh ernest yeah. goes to camp i know you're thinking i, it. I mean i know you want you, I, I understand how important that film is to you it's important to me too Oh boy, Exeronius. That's right. There's that punk rock kid who wears like a little bracelet and the jean jacket. Fuck it. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go comedy. Turtles. Okay. I'm I'm gonna hold on to my other two in case we end up in another scenario where we have summer films. You never know. Uh, yeah. Well, they also they can function in other capacities. Okay. Listen, I'll tell it to the listeners. If, if any of us thinks... For it, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. I was wondering what that C was for. Yeah. Yep. I thought that's where it was going. Yeah, That's a good pick. Casino Royale. <laughs> Casino Royale. Yes. Royale. Um, I, I, would, I will share if, if Jesse does not... Yeah, you can always say... I'm going to share. I'm going to share my other two picks that I, I had on my I don't list. think anyone put this in. I think this is a long shot, but sort of the Tim's piece. I think sometimes you have to... Go with your heart. Part of Kill Your Babies is to reveal a little bit about you to your to your your listeners, to your your game companions here. Um, so the first movie that instantly went to my mind um, is pure nostalgia. It's a movie I love. I don't know if any people have even seen it. It's called Summer School. Stars Mark Hammon. Mark Harmon. Harmon. I mean, sorry, I said Hammon. Harmon. About like failing kids that need to pass high school. He comes in as yeah. a half-ass, yeah. doesn't really care about these kids. He's just looking for a page. Day one, there's a kid that gets a bathroom pass, oh, and he goes to the he bathroom. Shows, and he he shows up at the very end, end of the fucking when movie. he has to take the yeah, test. A, he comes. So obviously, good. he builds a relationship so with these kids. He makes an impact on their life. They do this memorable scene where they all fake their death one day, and uh, when he walks into the classroom, it's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the best thing Mark Harmon has ever been a part and of. And when I thought of this and we said, hey, we're doing summertime movies, summer school, I knew it was going on the list. Regardless okay. how this baby fares in, in, in the slaughter, I, I felt like I owed it to myself to put summer school on the list. Look, I've, I now retrospectively, I've, I, I do feel like Caddyshack with the wrong pick. <laughs> the, the, uh, the other films on my list were um, The Sandlot. Okay. Yep, and 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 Spike Lee's do the right thing. 
I was thinking that, that when you're thinking, that- which is a, a drastically different summer film, but it it does take place in summer. It's not set at the beach. It's not <laughs> set in like white America. It it is definitely yeah. set in a place where poverty plays a huge role in the way people deal with and react and respond to and and interact with the environment and heat. And, and summer yeah no maybe maybe not the best place for this list but definitely no definitely and, and that's why i chose to leave so it I off think you chose right in there but let's review for our listeners but our I, list oh but yeah i'm not cut you off no you're good um gr- oh no, you're good grease I, I just wish i'd thrown the sandlot instead of hey, catch that's, Jack. that's one thing i, I do like about yeah. the round robin you're kind of like you're playing off each other's picks you don't quite know I, I purposely held summer school till the end because I had to get point break in there and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, one crazy summer was on my list. That's not a bad choice. John Cusack. Not a bad choice. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite. Not a bad choice. One crazy summer. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I had the, but I, I also assumed there were people that have not seen that film. Yeah, I had, I had the Sandlot. I had uh, um, Dirty Dancing. I thought about. Okay. Um, and then, Man, and then, and then, you're sappy as fuck. Come on, dude. You know, don't, 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 don't put my baby in the corner. All right. I, I can hey, look, and it's a kill your baby. Um, Nobody yeah. puts baby in the corner. Yeah, exactly. The corner. And then, um, and then uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, which uh, uh, I'm kind of surprised didn't pop up on here. I really thought it was going to show up on here. Honestly, didn't even think about it, but that would have been a good pick. I did think about it. I passed on it for that yeah, reason. Yeah, me too. Uh, as, but I also passed on Dirty Dancing for the same reason. Shits, shits yeah. and giggles. I was gonna put uh, DiCaprio's The Beach on there, but um, I figured that would be a quick murder, so I moved on. Um, okay, yep. so for our list at home, uh, it's Grease, Jaws, Dazed and Confused, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Parent Trap, The Way Way Back, The Goonies, Point Blank, Wet Hot American Summer, Quadrophenia, Caddyshack, Summer School, Weekend at Bernie's, Weekend at Bernie's too. Um, now we got to start getting babies off this list. Remember. Um, we all get one save, but if you save, you lose a turn. So um, we get back to the top of our list. JB, you take the first baby to the slaughter. Thank you. You're the, you're the prime executioner. <laughs> I'm the prime executioner. Uh, so let's do Caddyshack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Wow. That's a real big swing, JB. I, I get the strategy yeah, here. JB's but... playing hardball. All right, so What's JB, a, you're free to. It's not... a good list, and I can't go for the ones that I picked. That's no, ridiculous. Can't. I mean, you could, but come on. Who That's does ridiculous. That? Who does that? It, All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a mod. Yeah. yeah. All right, Caddyshack's to me, gone. To me, JB. Caddyshack. Ah, oh, wow. I don't think it's a modern day assassination. I don't think anybody's saving it, so you can go ahead and. Cross. No, I'm, I'm good. Give it a good old. That was a sacrificial lamb for me. Give it a good old highlight, JB, if you don't mind. I'll let the person who uh, does it do it. Cool. All right, so Tim, I mean, you're seeing you, how this. You want to take it out, and you, you're responsible. And Tim, for you are allowed to save. It doesn't have to be one of your own movies to save. JB has been unorthodox okay. before and saved movies for other people because he's a good soul. Um, ah, he interesting. Felt that was, okay. He felt that was the right thing so to I do. Could... He, he recognized the appropriate thing to do with a solid film. <laughs> but, so I could save Caddyshack, but I see, I see. Yeah, you, um, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Caddyshack to me is more of a golf movie, more, less of a summer uh, beach movie. So I'll, exactly. I'll let that one go. Um, I, I got I to gotta go. You know, I, I got to go with Grease. 
Okay. Um, I'm killing it. It's, um, I think it's terribly overrated. If I'm going to be honest, I think it's terribly overrated. Um, some of the music's good, but some of it's just, it's just, I like some musicals and it's just not one of the better ones. So I'm taking Greece. Wow. Bye bye. I I appreciate your stance. I think this is a male dominant panel. <laughs> no, I like musicals. Sound of Music is I, maybe my favorite movie of all time, wow. but Grease is not necessarily. Uh, Sounds like you're trying to invite yourself back for a future. There, there, there's a lot of really rapey lyrics in certain songs in Grease. Mm-hmm. There's a <laughs> yeah, lot fair. of questionable content in Grease. John Travolta. Not the best singer and or actor is in Greece. No, is we're like Greece. we're like plummeting. We're just like pelting this baby to death. Sorry, we'll see what the fans have to say. I'm just saying. Look, like, I, I I relate to Tim's stance, and I think that that was the logical first choice to okay. go. I already hear some pens hitting some some letters. I you hope know. so. You know, we're send gonna see to, some mail. Send them to Sandusky. You know where to find us. You're the one that I don't want. You're the one I don't want. Who, who, who? Right, who don't you want on this list, uh, Gabriel? Who are you getting rid of? Who's your first, your first takeout? Who am I gonna take out? I mean, uh, as as horrible as this is, Wet Hot American Summer needs to go. Out. It's I, it's a it is one of the greats. It is one of it's the It's terrific. Greats. I love David Wayne. I love that cast. I love everything about this film. Does it hold up to Jaws or Dazed and Confused or yeah. even Sarah Marshall? I like. I want to kill Parent Trap too, but I'm going to take out Wet Out of American Summer first. Man, JB, you're are you saving anything, JB? Are you letting this go? I'll let it go. Okay. I know that I know the odds are always against my favor in this game. JB's like I'm, I'm holding on. To, to parent trap. No, no. I think I think we're we're revealing our biases in this game. Okay. We have certain babies in our in our categories. Wait, yeah, you're always gunning for your baby. I get that. All right, I'm gonna jump in. Well, hey, everybody's there's some strategy here. It's strategy slash it's strategy versus integrity. The the listeners psychology. The listeners, yeah. you know, they figure out who's on the right side of the dial. Um, you know, let them decide. Let history decide where we fall on our decision making. Um, I'm going to jump in here. I hate to do this, but again, I, as, as people know, not that I number one integrity person here, but I try to follow my heart, try to let the best movie stand, the best baby live. And I'm looking at our list and I'm seeing something very common across the board, but I start seeing a few little odd ducks stick out that aren't, that are in the wrong pond. And as much as I appreciate the brave choice, I think I'm going to have to get rid of Quadrophenia. Oh, Oh, it's it's just oh. it's just um, man, you literally chose my second pick to Wet Hot American Summer. It's, oh, I, y'all I, just hate the musicals. You hate I, the musicals. No. the bold move. I'm it's just you. I'm telling you, Tim. If, if if there's a if there's a beach full of summertime beach babies partying, uh, yeah, I see I see the I, I, I see I the Quadrophenia baby sitting there, and I'm like, I'm taking that one to the water real quick. The, the yeah. mods are not on the beach. Like they, they are off the beach. They are riding scooters and no. wearing leather jackets with Union Jacks on them. They, they are fighting the rockers on the beach. That is the. No, that listen, is the, the, uh, to uh, quote, 
to All quote right, so Gabriel, I, I you're not wrong. Um, it's an outlier. I agree there. It's an outlier. But again, you're always free to save it. But I'm sorry. I, and I hate to do that to a guest, but we have to <laughs> Fair think enough. about we have to think he about the bigger it. the bigger picture. He here. loves that. <laughs> I mean, the bigger picture really comes down to to these two films that are sitting at the bottom of this <laughs> list right now that just need to go the fuck away. <laughs> All right. All JB, right. you up. See, these are all good summer movies. Um, that's the challenge, bro. That's the challenge. that's the challenge. I don't even use the word, bro, but that's the challenge. All right, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, dude, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. All right, listen. From here on out, it's listen, just pain. Listen, listen, I'm saving it. Marshall's back. Ooh, I'm sitting out. My Guess who's table. back? All right. Back again. I like right. that Sarah Marshall. For, Marshall's forgetting back. Sarah Marshall, she's back. Remembering Sarah Marshall. We're never it, gonna forget. Never forget Sarah Marshall. It look, man. It it really is my favorite Apatow produced film. I, I, I of all of those assholes that came out of yeah. the Apatow camp. And I'm gonna say I lovingly say assholes. Oh, we always do. Um, but something like that film that like that's the best one yeah it's good that's the best one out of all of those bells in it it's, it's just, like come on come on all right so um we're moving on so tim just funny. to be clear you're anyone else is allowed to murder forget to kill sarah marshall. except jb can never touch sarah marshall again and, and jesse can never save sarah marshall and again. i can't save any i know I, I gotta miss my next turn they can't save anything else, yeah. actually. So you're up. I, you're I up. hear you. Okay, I hear you. Um, and 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 not not to be jumping on. Uh, and 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 I appreciate this film, but I'm have to go with Point Break. Ooh. Um, it, it it is it is a it is a good film that I feel is it's a very unique film too. Yeah. But I, again, when I look at this list, and when when I think of the. Uh, it does. It, it's it's too adrenaline. It's a, too much of an adrenaline-driven kind of movie. There's there's not those uh, summertime relaxing moments that kind of pull you into it. Um, even like something like Jaws, which is still intense, still has those moments that like of like the slow down kind of pull Jaws, you into the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, one of your picks, Jaws, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so and so and so and so. Point Break. Hey, love the skydiving. Shouldn't be on the list though. It's killing right, that baby. I, listen, I appreciate your honesty. I'll be honest. I thought Point Break might last a little longer. So, Jesse, good move. Point Break was on my list. It was. It was one of the ones I thought would be killed early. Okay. 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 Listen, it's it's like it's like I it's lo- like trading look, places all over again, in my opinion. But anyway, moving on. I just, I I love Catherine Bigelow. I think Point Break is absolutely phenomenal. I think Respect Swayze, Swayze and but whatever. Reed Swayze and Reeves. Yeah, I know. Come on. And, and favorite of podcasts, Gary Busey. We love him. Oh, yeah. It's love the abuse. Fucking, it's a, it is, it is one of the most bonkers, terrific films of the late 80s, early 90s. And Tim, you were wrong to kill that film <laughs> this early. I love it. You were. All right, Gabriel, who are you killing then? As much as I want to kill some some shit somebody else owns, Jesus Christ, these weekend at Bernie's films just stay, they're just staring, they're just taunting me. Yeah. 
And you know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let him sit there. Yeah, that's my Tim, strategy. The way, way back is it's a terrific indie film, but you know what? Yeah. It doesn't deserve to be in this fucking forum. I'm sorry, that was going to. The way, way back is gone. That was next on my list, I'll be honest. The way, way back is back to square one, <laughs> and it is not one of the greats. I'll, I'll give y'all. I'll give y'all that it hasn't had the time to sit. It hasn't had the time to sit like the rest of these movies have. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've sat with it. <laughs> it's great, but it's not great, and it doesn't deserve to be here. All right, I'm Skip. JB, you're up. Oh, you were skipped. I'm skipped. That's right. And then after, I wish you'd change your name to Skip. At, at the top of the round, where you're deciding, JB, be a lot of fun right now. Just so our listeners, my name's now Skip. Just so our listeners are keeping track, what remains on our list? Um, we have Jaws, Dazed and Confused. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Parent Trap, The Goonies, Summer School, Weekend at Bernie's 1, Weekend at Bernie's 2. Neither of which belong on this fucking list. Hmm. All right. I'm going to draw Fire from the Hip. We're going to do Summer School. All right. Listen, fair. I didn't expect it to live long. Actually, it lasted right. longer than I thought. You, have, you, have you watched Summer School, JB? I said I'm firing from the hip, Gabe. Yeah. No, I, I don't think this was one JB saw. I figured Gabriel you'd seen. It. I wasn't even sure if Tim had seen it. Um, oh. It was de- definitely one that I just I just had to put out there just because it might be the only time in the history of this podcast that movie's ever mentioned. Not not a huge Mark Harmon fan, well, but this is probably Mark Harmon's shining moment. It's definitely it's, worth. It's it's a fun it's a fun it's a fun movie. Ever, it yeah, really you come is. across it. Jesse's not wrong. Come across it. He's not wrong. If you come across on a Saturday or Sunday on TV somewhere, watch it. You won't be disappointed. Oh, I'm excited. Like literally the in the first 15 minutes, there's a kid who asks for the bathroom pass. He goes to the bathroom. He doesn't come. They 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 commit so hard to that bit that for like 93 minutes, that kid goes to the bathroom and he only comes back for the last four minutes of the film. Yeah. If, yeah, if you like the if you like the little uh, the radio bit in Wet Hot American Summer, it's 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 like it's on par with that, like the, yeah. the radio announcer, right? I, um, I, I will say my yeah my uh, my walk with my wife as we talked about this uh, a summer school Mark Harmon came up on her list, so yeah, because uh, yeah, Jen, yeah. really? Jenny knows what she's it, talking about. She has good yeah. taste. She has good it, taste. It did. She I, knows. I, I, she has good taste when summer school comes up, but not when heavyweights comes up. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, giant submarine sandwiches, Adam Sandler. There's only so far you can take. We call them when they work out for our favor in our movie choices. We call it out. Okay. Um, It's my pick. It's my pick. It's Tim. It's my pick. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought JB. JB just wiped out summer school. Yeah, it's I Tim. Know. And then Tim's you, next. Oh, it's Tim? Okay. Because right. Gabe took out way, way back, right? I think you yeah. know. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, that's fair. Um, yeah. All right. So, yeah, we're getting we're getting tight here. I do want to point out that we're halfway through this list, and Weekend at Bernie's 1 and 2 has made it thus far. So Yeah, because everybody cares more about their babies than they're, they're willing to make Weekend at Bernie's 1 or 2 be the only, out of this <laughs> list, the only movies that will ever exist in the history of memory. And, and and so I'll speak to part of my struggle with with this was that we had the summer and the beach both included there. And yeah. Like both so broad. I really had to feel like I had to commit to one or the other. Okay, yeah. So I really I really committed to the beach part. And mm-hmm. and um, it's a little bit more specific. And with that, I mean, oh, man, yeah, we can't Bernie's one and two. I mean, they're, 
they're beach movies. It's it's hard they're to get rid of those beach parties. Yeah, they are. Um, and so th- it, this is hard for me to do because I I do love uh, this movie. Ah, uh, um, I'm 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 taking out Dazed and Confused. It's a great mm. film, but um, again, like I when I think about this film, I think about it more as like a. Uh, like a like a, a high school film like a like that like this the school is the main place and of course school is not summer you're out of you're out of school for the summer unless you're in summer school um it's the first day of summer well you know what it's a primer for it's summer. a primer for summer <laughs> um and so i love the film but uh we're having we're having the the chop them down here so that one's gone all right goodbye dazed and confused i'm not gonna save it all right don't let it go. You know I'm right. All right, but now you're up, Gabriel. Jaws for getting Sarah Marshall, Parent Trap. But like so, realistically, what I want to do is kill. I want to kill both of those. I would like to kill both Weekend of Bernie films simultaneously. No, if that were, if that were not only one, could. But you know what? Jaws can Jaws can go fuck itself. Whoa, this is definitely strategy. There you go, Tim. There's 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 your. Uh, there's your thing that you thought would last. Wow. Um, it's a serious film. It is a summer film. It is a beach film, but it involves sharks eating people. I think. Ooh. And, Ooh, I, mean, I man, can't that's say movies, what? but I thought Jaws was our, our winner. That is some heresy yeah. right there. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. It is fine, yeah. You you went after my pick. <laughs> it did not, did not have a beach scene anywhere in it. Doesn't matter. Huh? It, it, it's the summer. It's the first day of summer. Wow. It's what's the priority? Let's fucking get Pink Floyd tickets, and you <laughs> shat on that. So you know what? Fuck your fuck your mayor and your sheriff. Fuck your Oof. random three guys on a boat. Oh, man. Richard Dreyfus didn't do shit to stop Jaws oh, from eating people. Ouch. Who gives a shit? All right, are we say anybody saving Jaws? Nineteen seventy-five, first blockbuster in history. I'm not helping you. Jaws here, can go eat all the dicks. JB's out, no save. So Tim, are you, are you letting this? Uh... Oh, I have a save. I'm I know, but I, but you said you're not you're not saving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Tim. Um, hmm. Hmm. How how many times can a movie be saved? Is there one? Well, only. I mean, a person can save it again, but that would require JB or it would require someone outside of you to, to save it. Save yeah. Gotcha. You. Other people can gotcha. save it, but you only have one save, and then Gabriel's not allowed to kill Jaws ever again. So there could come a moment later on. Where he sort of cho- like a scenario could be painted that he's stuck between one of his choices, the Goonies and Jaws. He'd be forced and your Jaws. He'd be forced to kill Goonies at this point if Jaws was saved because he can't kill Jaws twice. I, I hear can't kill. I hear. Yeah. You That's know where the saves bite you, but it could you lose a turn, so you're kind of out of it around too. You do, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna let it go because the listeners know what's right, the Patreoners know what's right. <laughs> I'm hoping that Gabriel didn't just get a couple of Patreon you know supporters to, to, yeah. to cancel over that. And you're move, out of the but... ga- I mean, you're still in the game, but you don't win at this point. You know what? I'll take it. Like, I'll take you, it. You still get to influence the outcome, but but you're done. Yeah, you, you can't win. All right. Heresy. So jo- That's all I'll Jaws, say. Jaws is killed. All right, highlight it. Jaws. Jaws. It's my turn. Highlight. Um, I'm looking at this list. At this point. <laughs> Please, dear God, kill me some sort of weekend. I can't. You know what I'm looking at? <laughs> no one has chosen Weekend of Birdies or Weekend of Birdies. That's how too. we're playing this game. 
I'm looking at this right. like and I think summertime beach parties. I'm kind of with Tim's argument here. Though I kind of love this movie. You just don't want me to get another And win. I don't want Gabriel you're, to win. Um, yeah, you're going fucking Goonies. I already the Goonies is a fun adventure happened. movie with pirates. Oh, but it all takes place in like a cave um, underground. It's still summer. It's the summer in the, the Pacific Northwest, which isn't the summer yeah, for anywhere not, else. Wear, they wear jackets and sweatshirts and hoodies the whole time. I, um, I thought about putting the Goonies. Do we know that the Goonies happen in the summer? Do we know? It does. It has to be. Yes. It's, I mean, they're not. A, it's the summer, but it's the summer between. Yeah, I don't think they're in school. One school yeah. year and the next school year. I think he's right. They're being forced to move. Because the developers. It, it is yeah. a summer film. Yeah. Right, so there's, Goonies is gone unless Gabriel's going to save there's it. A, there's a beach with the, the pirate I'm going to save the Goonies. All right. I figured he might. That's my one save. That's all do, I got. I might, that's all I got left. do it. So that's uh, you lose a turn, but we'll kind of see where that works. In that's, the it, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll suck it up. Um, I mean, there are literally one, four two, three, films four, left, and, and you know what? All four of those films are worse than this. <laughs> one. All right, so we're up to uh, JB. So when when we come to the question of integrity, <laughs> listen, I feel good about my choice because and, and, and you like, and you guys decide to. When JB immediately decides to shit on the Goonies again, we know, we know. Listen, I'm like Tim. That integrity has been thrown Listen, off Listen, I'm like Tim. Like, it doesn't scream summer movie to me just like Quadrophenia didn't. Like, I'm like I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing fine. a similar thing. I, you said summer and or beach. I know, but, but, it's, but it's true. But I don't think it's a beach film. They end up on yeah, like the film. rocky shoreline. Um, they end up on a beach. I know, I know, I know. In the Pacific Northwest. It, it, it is. It is, it a, beach. is a, beach. It's a beach. It's not the beach we think no, of. anyone living on the gotcha. east coast. Yeah. But it is a beach. True point. It's a, Again, it's a beach. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think. I, I think there's implicit bias. I think there's implicit bias involved in the way we dismiss the Goonies as not being a beach. There might oh. be. All right, JB, there's a lot of implicit bias in this. Our in list this game, is forgetting Sarah Marshall, Parent Trap, the Goonies. Weekend's Bernie's. Weekend of Bernie's. Please, too. dear God, can we just kill the Bernie's film? Forgetting Sarah Marshall is the one I really want to kill. But you can't touch it. I can't touch it. So. No, no one pick any of the Bernie's films. Can we just kill them? I'd love it if part. Dear I'd God. love it if part two wins. Though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It, it, did you pick? Did you did you have that one on your secret ballot? No, I just What's I think up? it would or be does, sweet justice. No one gets points. It's well, like whoever Bernie's whoever's baby wins. whoever's baby's last lives the longest will get the point. But um, weekend of Bernie's is gone by uh, JB. Wow, yeah, we got the we got the sequel still in there. Mm-hmm. Dancing Bernie, baby. Right, Tim, you're up. Another it's, finish line. It's, it's Tim. It's Tim's pick. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is this is getting tough here. Um, I gotta say, I agree with Jesse's logic, and so. Again, I love this film. Great film. Yes, but I yes, got I got yes. I got to take out the Goonies. Um, love it. you know? It's a bring it back for the uh yeah, the adventure movie, uh, Kill Your Babies, yeah. Tim. Fine. Tim. You know what I'm going to do? I thank you. I'm I'm going to give JB his third win. But no, here's you know what it is cuz no, cuz no, JB you're out. You miss a turn cuz you saved the Goonies last turn. I didn't say- so it's my oh, turn. Gabe. He didn't no, save the Goonies. Gabriel, Gabe you did. Yeah. So you skip this turn. It's your turn, but you skip it because you saved the Goonies. The Goonies. Is that yeah. It? Oh. So it's fine. my turn. Right, fine. Whatever. Which means I love this. 
The game worked as it should. You could kill Parent Trap. Parent Trap, which I can't believe it lasted this long. Um, but but now Weekend of Birdies 2 is left. I, know, I love it. Parent Can JB kill Sarah Marshall? No, so I'm killing. But he can't. I'm killing Parent Trap. Because he already tried no. to kill Sarah Marshall. Well, here's how it plays. It's up to JB. I'm killing Parent Trap unless a save is being used. Because it'll... He can't it'll, uh, use the save. He already used it. I have not used he my save. He hasn't saved. Oh, he has If he saves Parent Trap... Oh, shit. It's passing to Tim. If he doesn't save Parent Trap... Forgetting Sarah Marshall is our one. Uh, I'm saving it. I figured he might. <laughs> saving Parent Trap. But to be fair, Waking Up Bernie's 2 is my sleeper pick. So, right. cool. so Tim is up. Tim, you have Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Parent Trap, or Weekend at Bernie's 2 are your choices. This is, I'm glad we finally got it. Down. This is an easy choice for me now. This, this has All been right. pretty difficult, but you know. Because um, you have no horse in this race. Don't forget Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall. I'm taking up Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Here's the thing. I am. Weekend this is at, the worst result of this we, game ever. No, no. Seriously? Weekend at Bernie's 2, almost great. Yes. And I gotta mm-hmm. say, Parent Trap, man. Uh, I I am glad that JB threw it up there. I didn't have to put it up there because I wanted it to make it. Parent Trap, Holy fantastic shit. summer movie. Love that movie. This this can't is the worst out. I love can't, this. Game. I mean, I lost, I can't, but I love it. Ever, ever. I can't wait till my daughter's old enough to watch the Parent Trap, the original. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep that shit on there. All right, let's go. All right, so Gabriel, um, for our listeners, JB, you're this is. Your win. Your, this third this win. is your third win. The baby, your baby lasted longest, but it's still Gabriel's turn. He has to get the last baby standing. Your choice is either Parent <laughs> Trap or Weekend at Bernie's Are Two. As the yes, it is your turn. You win this round. You get round. to choose. <laughs> you decide which baby lives out of this list, and the others are gone forever. What does it mean if I choose Weekend at Bernie's Two? It'll be crowned as the. Best summertime beach party baby of all time. D- does that mean we're still left at a three three two? Yeah, but we're still no, we're still left at three three three. JB has won because his baby lasted the longest. He had the last surviving oh, baby. Okay. On our list. All right. So, so, so we're, we are at a three three. We're all tied time. at three, which is awesome. Oh shoot! Okay. But you still line. get to finalize this kill your babies list. You know, you know what? I think Parent Trap is so bad. Oh. <laughs> Really We're talking new. the original here, classic. I know, I know. You're you're talking Haley Mills. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talking you're talking white ass Disney. Haley Mills, yeah. double. All of the white peanut butter Oreos of of all of all the Disney movies. Like, we put all the white people in this one movie. Uh, we did. We we were like, can we make? We we don't even have twins. We didn't even want to try to hire twins. We hired one white girl. We would like to have her on screen twice. Can you do that? And they did it. <laughs> and they did. They did it real well. And you know what? Didn't you put Caddyshack and Days Confused on here too, though? I mean, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. All right. Did. That's the thing. Kill your baby's hearts will be broken. Pretty, pretty white. Yeah. 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 There are black characters in both films. I quit, not, quit the, the, not in the are best roles. Characters of color in both films. Quit delaying. And in particular. There are characters in Days and Views that are substantial characters of color. All right, so with this is the out of your non, not really a Sophie's Paratrap choice. Paratrap is dead. All right, Paratrap is dead. <laughs> so, All right, I'll take it. 
I'm, you know what? I'm, 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 his, his man, this is Goodbye, terrible. Trap. I don't want either of these That leaves. Everyone's heartbroken. We get a Bernie's two. We get a Bernie's yes. two. As the winner of this kill your babies it, fucking it joins, scenario. It joins the ranks of um, Ghostbusters <laughs> and the Panic Room as the other babies that have survived the kill your baby <laughs> sessions. Um, we can at Bernie's two, though you might not have been voted one of the greats. You survived the deadly bloodbath that is Kill Your Babies amongst summertime mm. beach party movies. Uh, Whoa. So that's there. JB, congratulations to your win. That is point number three. We All three of us are tied. Um, yeah. Tim, thanks for playing um, and joining our game. You definitely... I... Uh, what, do you want to say something real quick? Before your last one. Uh, no, no, no. You're transitioning. I, I want to do something after you transition. Oh, perfect. All I'm going to say is wrap up for our listeners, for those who might not be... Um, understanding what's happening here you have two options here at the end of this episode jb i'm, I'm going to turn it over Uh-oh. to you and it's going to be yours um number one you get to decide if out of our two films discussed today weekend at bernie's one weekend at bernie's two a kill your baby's champion if either one of those should be put in purgatory to be discussed again for a later time to be reviewed again you can make that call you alone hmm. um and then you'll close out the episode with the last word where um, none of us will speak and uh yeah um what i would like to do if everyone's okay with it uh i'm happy that we can have bernie's too came away with the baby crown the old uh, golden diaper if you will and uh i'd like to give the last word away to tim from athens ah he he helped pioneer parent trap and you know i love him for that <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I've had a great time with y'all. This has been fun. And I would say 2020 has been a rough year thus far. So I'm hoping that we can all kind of find our own way to Bernie Lomax this, keep the music going, and just keep ourselves moving through this terrible year until we come out the other end. I appreciate it, fellas. Okay, so th- I was just like doing some Googles, just trying to find some information on uh, on the movies, and um, I, I somehow found that the I came across the back end uh, Wikipedia page for Weekend at Barry's Two, where people could talk about their edits and suggested edits and problems they're having with the page, and I just saw that um, the first one was um, uh, I'm, I'm tagging Andrew McCarthy. Here. No, he's, he's so, like, um, please edit me out of the entire film. Maybe it's from. I'm tagging this to point out that um, we might have to remove this article because we keep having a problem with people trying to cite that Hillary Clinton was part of the cast. Um, 